Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Chase's physicality not part of basketball, though. What do you think the break is taken over I'm, I'm good. Thanks, man. That was Chase Buford, out of his press conference early uh, last night. Uh, welcome back to the show, Julian Stoop, sitting in for Jared Waitley, thanks to Host Plus and the Hyundai Tucson. Tomorrow's SUV in stock now. That was after the Breakers defeated the Kings 80-70 to to take the grand final series into the fifth game. So a lot of talk about the physicality of the matches uh, in this series. Uh, one of the Breakers owners, Matt Walsh, tweeted he was unhappy uh, with the refereeing after game three. And then yesterday, uh, the Kings felt they were on the wrong end of the deal when it came the physicality and, and the refereeing uh, in what was another physical uh, game that was won 80 to 70 uh, in the end by the Breakers. So we're going to speak to former tall black Brooke Rusco in a sec, but before then, Nick from Hoppers Crossing's been hanging on uh, on the EFS open line. G'day, Nick. Good morning, Jules. Thanks for being on my call again. Good to hear you. I uh, hope one day you and um, Sam team up together and the host a program here and there. We'll, so we're pu- we're pushing for it, Nick. We're pushing for it. Yeah, you're pushing forward. I hope it happens because I like you two guys. You're good talent. Thank you. But with that out of the way, I would like to make a comment about the boxer. I wasn't going to say anything, but I'm impressed by the kid. He's got fast hands. Um, with his old man, I, I sort of followed him. Didn't really follow him. It's like, yes or no. But with this kid, we've got to get behind him. He's got something He's got something there. His hands are just, just too quick. That's what it is. It's the hand speed. And, and he's a really good boxer. He's a young kid. He's going to be even better. Just watch out. This guy that's, t- that's telling him, oh, he's got no chance. Be surprised. He'll knock him out. He'll knock him out. Cause he's he's very on. good yesterday. Very good. The football, I'd like to make a special comment to Jeff Brown. Well done, Jeff. Jeff and the Common Football Club about the um, Goons with Port Adelaide. I hope that's, that's, it stands where it is and that's all clear. That's fantastic news for all the football public and the Common supporters, all of them. Yep, I agree with that. I'm very happy with that. And the main reason why I ring is a bit down side a bit with the cricket. Well, the problem there is if, if they get rolled today, it's the it's this little bit of the pitches that they, that they set up in India, the free pitches that they had. Oh, this happened. Oh, we got rolled in India. It got surprised. And then if, oh, we'll put a we'll put a pitch that we make where we can score six hundred. The other side can score five hundred, and that result. Hopefully, they've got their head mind clear. Just bat. Don't worry about the wind. Just bat. Get some um, um, experience out there and the conditions. Get some more form for the one day series. A special comment to um, Kwaja. What a, what a, what a, what a guy. It's, it's, I always looked at him and I thought, this is the Australian-Pakistani version of um, Brian Lara. He's very patient. The way he bats, there's no, there's no, there's no hurry in his, in his batting. And then Cameron Green, also I have to give him a special comment too because he has only played a couple, couple matches. But I can see his bowling. He needs a little bit of a touch-up here and there, but, he, but he's got five wickets there. He's got a bit of experience. And now his batting is going really well for the century. And also um, the spinners. All the spinners have done really well for the, for the Australian side. And I'm very glad with that positivity. But if they, if they get rolled today, Andrew McDonald has to have a look at himself, maybe get someone else like a Ricky Ponting or 
Matthew Hayden or even the guy from Western Australia. I forgot his name at the moment, the, the one that's coaching. Yeah, me. Adam Voges. Uh, yeah, Nick, hey, Nick, thanks so much for your call. I've got uh, Brooke uh, hanging on, but uh, I think he's doing a pretty good job, Andrew McDonald. So I don't think there's going to be any coaching change uh, anytime soon. Uh, Brooke Rusco joins us as we talk NBLs going into game five. G'day, Brooke. Hey, good morning. Well, good morning for you guys. Good afternoon good to morning. you. Now, and what, before yeah, we get on to the uh, basketball, we've got a beautiful day's test cricket set up here at Christchurch. Uh, New Zealand chasing a tricky target, one for 28. We're going to get any play? Oh, so, yeah, no, this is very, it's very uh, uncommon in New Zealand that you get a bad day. So uh, oh. I would imagine that we'll see the afternoon come through and you know, a couple over, over Hagley Park. No, I'm not actually too sure. Uh, it, we might be hard-pressed. No, it's been a, a tough few months for us over here in New Zealand. The weather hasn't been too... Yeah, it has. Yeah, it's been rough. No doubt. Well, it was a good day for New Zealand yesterday because the breakers hit back uh, really hard in uh, game. For a lot of talk post-match amongst both the coaches was the the physicality of the game. Chase Buford suggesting that he knew what was coming after the comments from the breakers owner after game four. Watching the game yesterday, did you was the refereeing an issue? Was it particularly physical from the breakers' point of view? How did you summarise it? It's much of the same at the moment. Both teams are playing physical. Uh, I'm, I'm lucky enough to be courtside and you can see it. A lot of it is physical, but that's what you want at this time of the year. You don't want everything to be pained. You want the boys to be able to play. And I thought the, the ticky-tacky fouls that you, you can get away with during the regular season, those were the ones that they were calling last night. Hands in there, trying to reach. But in terms of bodying up and being strong, uh, I didn't mind it. And, and I talked to um, some of the, the, the coaching staff from the Sydney Kings at halftime, and they came out and said, hey, we know what we need to do. We need to toughen up. We need to stop playing into the rest. So uh, I, I didn't mind it last night, especially at this time of the year. You want the boys to go out there and, and decide it themselves and the rest not to take over too much. And I know if you're the Sydney Kings, you're probably thinking at the moment, well, that's not how we saw it. But um, the breakers had that sort of, you know, thing after game three. So hopefully game five, the refs aren't um, spoken about at all and it's the basketball that decides it. But in terms of just the spectacle, we've got ourselves a series now. This is what you dream of, a game five. You go back to Sydney, the storylines all across the board. Like basketball in the NBL, it's pretty impressive and, and it's going from street to street. Yeah, you mentioned you've been courtside, just uh, watching on the television. The, the, the atmosphere has been sensational. Um, and look, you know, record crowd there yesterday. We had a record crowd in Sydney for Game 3. What, what sort of atmosphere has it been like being courtside? Because the, the noise through the tally has been amazing. Oh, and I watched it back last night. I went back and I watched the game and it didn't do it justice. It did sound like it was loud in there, but when you were actually in the arena last night, I have never heard a breakers game or a basketball game in general that loud here in New Zealand. There was something special when Barry Brown had that dunk in the fourth quarter. Justin Simon trying to chase the, the momentum went back to the breakers. I, I swear the roof almost went off it. And the Backstreet Boys were in there the night before. So the Backstreet Boys the night before and then the breakers did their thing and it was louder in the breakers last night in the Backstreet Boys coming back to New Zealand on their reunion tour. So that's how loud it was <laughs> at Spark Arena last night. And it's, uh, I was so happy for a couple of those guys. You know, Will McDowell-White, Tommy, they were a part of the team that had to go over to Australia and you know, leave their family for a couple of years, and they won absolutely no games. And it was tough. And it kind of felt like last night that it was full circle, and that was the, the crowd that they deserved. And I just wish... For Tommy's point of view, uh, I, I feel like he potentially could have retired last night if they won yep. the series in Auckland, if they won game two, and then they won game four as well. 
I don't know, the storyline would have been there, you know, 35 now, you go out on top, and it just would have been amazing. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Breakers win it, and I don't know anything. I don't want to start the rumor mill. I, I'm not Woj, but I don't know anything, but I just think it would be an amazing story if the Breakers can somehow win it in Sydney. It's going to be a tough ask. It's a great way for Tommy to go out. Oh, I think, as you mentioned too, Brooke, where they came from last year, that, you know, no team in the NBL and, you know, a bit like um, the Warriors in the NRL were affected as much by oh, COVID yeah, 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 when you're in New Zealand, when head. you're a New Zealand team. So it would be a remarkable performance. In terms of the imagination, this series is, is, is capturing in New Zealand. Of course, the Breakers have got, you know, rusted on hardcore fans that are there every week. But is it is it sort of a captured the imagination of the whole uh, sporting public in New Zealand this series? Yeah, it does feel like it. And, and obviously I'm in the circles. But now so more than ever, I'll be at the barbershop or uh, just going to get petrol or grabbing a pie in the morning because I'm still on my athlete diet. But everyone's talking about basketball. It's just breakers, just breakers. Did you see it last night? How are they going? What do you know? It does feel like it is back. It feels like the breakers when DJ was here and Dylan and Becca. It kind of feels like breakers of old, which is which is exciting. And, and I told a couple of the guys, I was like, you actually don't know what you've done here because it's your first year here in New Zealand and you know, your imports over here, but you've brought basketball back into the forefront and people are talking about it again. So what you guys have done this year is amazing. Coach Modi and his staff, they they need a high five just for, for what they've done. And I know if they can win it all, you know, that's just the icing on the cake, but they should be very, very proud of the, the effort that they've put forward this year. It's been, it's been spectacular. Speaking of former Tall Black, Brooke Rusco, Game 5 of the NBL Grand Final Series in Sydney on Wednesday night. You can hear it live here on SEN and across the SEN network. So they won Game 1 in Sydney. Game 3 was a disappointment. The Breakers have had a good record on the road this season as well. So I'm assuming inside the camp, they're, they're pretty confident they can get the job done. Yeah, it seemed like that. It seemed like walking out yesterday that they were... Obviously, they're on a high after winning like that, having a crowd like that, a record crowd as well. But I could almost see something in their eye, like, yeah, this is cool, but the job's not done, which is, you want to see that. You don't want to have them playing the final already. So it looks like they, they were going to enjoy the moment, then come back and, and get ready for Wednesday night. And they've been amazing on the road. They've struggled a little bit more at home this year, but they have been great on the road, and that kind of got them to second place on the ladder. Yeah, you think about the NBL this year and Sydney was one and the Breakers are two and then you come to a game five of the final series. Like the the season has been amazing and um, yeah, whatever happens on Wednesday night, either team deserves to win it all. But uh, I don't think the Breakers will go into that one with with any second guessing. They, they didn't seem to be afraid of the moment. They've struggled to shoot the ball all, all series long from deep. They made a few last night, but I was just so much. I was impressed that they weren't settling. They got into the pain, and if they can do that over there, it's easier said than done. When you get eighteen thousand people loud in Sydney wanting the boys to go back to back, easier said than done than getting in the paint. But they did a good job last night, and I think like Tommy has shot the ball terribly, and they're yeah. just putting it bluntly. If he if he can step up and make a couple of those big ones, Will McDowell White did a good job of making a couple of big ones. Terrell Brantley yesterday he really stepped up as well and made a few. So. They have to convert from deep, and they did a better job yesterday. Still room for improvement, but they did a better job yesterday. If they miss, Sydney's just quick, man. They get out and run, and Xavier Cooks and Jared Wilson Jr., they're, they're amazing, and they've proven all year why they are worth what they're worth. And they've obviously just signed to go and play the NBA for a couple of years as well. So if you give them any hope, if you give them a, a sniff, then it's going to be a tough night at the office. But if you, can, if you can hit a couple from deep and just silence the crowd and you've been good on the road all year, it's going to be a good game. 
Oh, it should be a cracker. And it's, it's what the se- as the season deserves, as you say. The top two yeah. teams, it's been a great season. We're going down uh, to game five. Both teams have won a game on the road. So it should be an absolute cracker. Uh, Brooke, thanks so much for your time this afternoon, your time, this morning, our time. And uh, let's hope game five is a ripper. And let's be honest, if you don't barrack for the Kings in Australia... We're on the breakers. So let's uh, let's hope <laughs> the breakers get the job done. <laughs> right, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, Brooke Rusco, former Tall Black, doing a great job on the sidelines with Liam Santa Maria on uh, ESPN uh, throughout this final series. As we say, you can hear it live and here on SEN and across the SEN network on Wednesday night. Of course, the cricket returns uh, this afternoon at 2.30. Adam Collins and the team on SEN Test Cricket. Okay, before we get to the break, a bit of breaking news out of the Bombers. Not overly surprising this one, but Jake Stringer has been ruled out of the Bombers opening round clash against Hawthorne as he recovers from a, a hamstring injury. Suffered about three weeks ago. Now Jai Corbell touch and go with an ankle sprain. Dyson Heppel a chance after uh, spraining his foot against the Gold Coast uh, a couple of weeks ago. Matt Guelphie and Kyle Langford played VFL on the weekend uh, and potentially... Uh, will be available for the Bombers for their clash against the Hawks on Sunday. Okay, we've got about 20 minutes now. We're going to speak to James Moffat about 11.40, but give us a call, 1-300-736-736 on the EFS open line. We've still got a $200 BCF voucher to give away to our best caller this morning, BCF Preston, number one for outdoor Easter fun. Give us a call. Anything you want to talk about in the world of sport, in footy, give us some of your bold predictions. We'll read through a couple of our others after the break, uh, just to get the uh, the brain uh, ticking over. This is Waitley for Host Plus and Hyundai Tucson. Tomorrow's SUV, it's in stock now.